you learn and each one has an opportunity to go viral. There, there are tweet storms that I've encountered where I'm not encountering the top one. I'm yes. encountering one that's down in there. I'm like, okay, I got to start from the top, right? And then you're like trying to find it. And so, yeah, there is a really good opportunity for the organizational. This is us picking back up the Twitter conversation. So three, two, one. Okay, Aaron, I got a question for you when it comes to Twitter. If you're a pastor, ministry leader, looking at 2023, how do you approach Twitter? What uh, what, what kind of strategies are you implementing or what kind of attention are you, are you giving to the platform? Yeah, really good question and an important one. And I'm already thinking of a few pastors that do this really well. Uh, Derwin Gray and Jay Cranda specifically. Yes. Uh, I think there's two things that you need to do before you jump back on or jump on for the first time. What are you interested in that is not related to preaching sermons and not related to pastoring your congregation? Little hint for you. It's probably something that you're known for, known by, maybe referenced frequently uh, in your sermons, analogies and topics that you tend to use as analogies uh, or stories and figure out what that is and plan to be talking an equal amount of time about that stuff on Twitter as your sermons. Uh, and if you can figure out a way to blend those things together, um, and if you need help understanding how to do that, look at Jay Cranda, look at Derwin Gray. Uh, Jay Cranda talks about the Lakers in the NBA just as much as he talks about online church. And he talks about those things together. And Derwin Gray talks about he's a former NFL player. He's a pastor of the other. That's That might be disrespectful. I'm sorry uh, to anybody. The other transformation church uh, that is not in Tulsa, Oklahoma, um, but is equally big in its own right. Uh and he blends football and tweeting about football late on Saturday nights. And every single time I see a tweet from him late on Saturday night, I always think, Derwin, are you going to wake up in time to preach this sermon on Sunday? Because he's on the East Coast, so it's super late for him. But BYU, which is where he played, uh, is something he's always tweeting about. And uh, people connect with him, and he speaks a lot at the university to the football team and does all those things. And so there's just this beautiful blend of off the field or, or out of the pulpit per se, off the field, and then into the internet. So if I were you uh, at listening to this and, and you're thinking about how to strategize around Twitter, you must hold both of those topics. It can't just be all about Jesus, um, but you also need to talk about the stuff that other people might resonate with you on and be interacting with other people on. Uh, and then I guess probably a third prong to that approach would be figure out who your friends are on Twitter and engage with them. Derwin does this fantastically, and so does Jay Cranda. Uh, and there's probably more. Nils, I would actually ask the same thing right back at you. Um, and, and let me back up and say the history of Twitter, those things aren't different. That's how Twitter has always been. Uh, I think it's only been confirmed that that's how you best function is when you've married the topics that you want to talk about and then you talk about them. You don't just spam people or you don't just sit there and be quiet. You engage the audience and the community that's talking about those things. But Nils would be curious to know from your desk uh, what that would be. 
Yeah, you know, and I'll, and I'll start with the, the the church account or the ministry account. That's uh, a good word. Yeah, and I think I think at the end of the day, it starts just like where we approach other platforms is really starting with the pulpit. Is take sermon quotes, uh, take scripture passages that are being highlighted uh, on Sunday and tweet those out during the week. Uh, take maybe a series of scriptures that you want people to read before Sunday sermon. Tweet those out uh, during the the week. Um, take worship lyrics, take inspirational things that, that are engaging uh, in the life of your congregation in that season and tweet those things out. People often ask me, how often should I tweet? And it's really as much as you're able to tweet and feel good about it. And a lot of times that's 10, 12 times a day. Sometimes that's once a day. Um, I, I would lean towards probably three to five times a day, but you're not going to tweet too much uh, if it's valuable tweets. Uh, and so starting with the sermon and then, and then mix in other things. I, I think, you know, the, the feature, it's fun to watch Elon Musk use it. He does a lot of polls. Uh, I've seen it on my, when I use polls, they engage well. Um, and so use that feature and functionality within Twitter. And then I would say, uh, just track what's, what's, what other people are doing and that you see getting traction. So if you're starting to see graphics getting traction, you know, maybe that you start putting more graphics in your tweets or, you know, Elon has talked a lot about video. So I envision video is going to be yep. a more significant part I was just of Twitter in the future. But right now it's still just text only tweets is what is getting the best engagement on the platform, which anyone can do. Um, and we, we actually found uh, with our agency that by taking graphics out of our tweets, we're getting better engagement. Uh, yep. And so you should actually do less work and have better results. So <clears throat> don't um, overthink Twitter, yeah. tweet, text only tweets, and then maybe tweet, test some other things uh, to see how that, how that plays into the, into the engagement. Uh, but, but yeah, it's, it's really start with the sermon, you know, and, and, and use that to create engaging tweets. The other form factor that is, interesting on twitter is these kind yes, of tell them this let's pause yeah. let's pause here tell them yes. that tell them that but you mentioned agency and this is something that we've talked about i want to yeah. take like a little commercial break right here this is something okay. we talked about at the end of 2022 yes. right so so you got to hang in here to, to hear what nils is about to say what i interrupted him for but what's <laughs> what's this agency that you're talking yeah. about that's looking at data and analytics and learning trends what's going on yeah so amplify social media is the sponsor of this podcast and it is our social media agency uh, where we run social media for ministries. And so what I found is that as a consultant, um, I would work with churches and ministries and try to, you know, implement a strategy and they just didn't have the capacity. They didn't have the expertise to <clears throat> do it hands-on or they had an intern that could help but not fully do it. And they needed some extra hands-on keyboards to help them uh, execute the, the strategy, execute the vision. And so, or they know what they want to do. They just couldn't do it and, and didn't have time to do it. So that's what we do. We have an agency. Uh, we've got over 25 employees that run social media for ministries uh, and work with several churches where they literally give us their live stream, link to their live stream on Sundays. And then we take that and create all of their social media content, turnkey for them, and then respond to comments and messages for them. Uh, on their behalf as a partner and as really a part of their ministry. Um, we don't see it as outsourcing social media. We see it as just inviting our team to be a part of theirs. 
Uh, and so, yeah, so Amplify Social Media, you can go to amplifysocial.media, check out our website, check out you know some of our different things. And I'd encourage you to set up a call, even if you're not sure, like, I don't know if we can afford it. I don't know, you know, um, if it's right for us, just set up a call, talk to us. And we will tell you, like, what you need to do is this, not hire us. Uh, right. What you need to do is, you know, really empower some volunteers uh, in this season or what, whatever the situation might be. Um, and so, it, yeah, we we love working uh, with our ministry partners and would love to work with you. So AmplifySocial.media, uh, if you're if you're looking and even considering uh, getting some help with your social media. So, Aaron, back to the strategy, though, the unique kind of as I'm always looking for hacks on Twitter the hack that that seems to be working right now is tweet storms, as they call it. So it's almost like four tweets in one. So it's almost like, do you want to know how to get better on Twitter? And then the next tweet is, number one, tweet more often. Number two, and then, that, then the next tweet is, number two, tweet more enthusiastically. <laughs> you know, number yes. three is, is reply to other people's tweets or whatever it might be, but it's a basically five tweets in one tweet. Uh, this, is why Nils, this is why Nils is not writing uh, the tweets for his social media. <laughs> yes. yeah. Be looking for that tweet storm, but in a much better, much better. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but it's very similar. It's basically Twitter's version of a carousel post that's on right. Instagram. Uh, and so where Instagram really integrated carousels and you would, you know, and that got better engagement. Twitter basically has these, I don't know what they call it. I hear tweet storms. I don't know if Twitter actually uses that, but uses There's, these storms. It is like a tweet storm. I forget what they what they call it, but um, I don't know the the term. But the the other use case that you would would see would be like uh, journalists using it for like an article, and if they. Yeah. You obviously are limited by uh, tweet text. Now that might be changing in 2023. We don't know uh, here nor there. What what you're able to do is break down the the summation and the bullet points of an episode or of yeah. an article. Uh, and have a bunch of tweets that are all associated with each other. Nils, what I love about this, because everyone that I encounter, I'm like, oh, I love it. It's almost uh, on the previous episode, we were talking about learning platforms. Yeah. And TikTok does that really well uh, in short form video. YouTube does that really well in more academic, long form lecture style learnings, long form video. Twitter, I'm just realizing this right now, Twitter does that with text-based uh, yeah. learnings. And there's usually either it's a subject matter that I'm trying to learn about, a, a news story that I'm trying to learn about. The learning on Twitter actually happens with these, what you coined as tweet storms. So we'll, we'll, we'll continue rolling with that, um, where you just have a bunch of uh, quoted tweets all together, but it takes you through this journey of learning. And I've seen, I mean, I've seen upwards of like 50, like a lot of tweets, like they're, like they are totally writing a whole blog post Yes. in a series of 50 tweets. Um, but it's interesting and it's, you learn and each one has an opportunity to go viral. There, there are tweet storms that I've encountered where I'm not encountering the top one. I'm yes. encountering one that's down in there. I'm like, okay, I got to start from the top, right? And then you're like trying to find it. And so, yeah, there is a really good opportunity for the organizational, obviously pastoral side as well, but the organizational side of your church account to be doing these tweet storms, maybe a synopsis of, of the Sunday service. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, so I'm going to, uh, as we kind of pull this together, uh, Aaron, there's me, there's three things that I think of like just tips I want to give, uh, to ministry leaders around Twitter. And then I'll be curious, you know, uh, if you have any, I'll tell you if you're right or wrong. So 
<clears throat> the first one is, um, oh, I, lost, I lost my train of thought. Uh, my wife just texted me uh, in the background and it, it threw me off. Uh, okay. So the first one on Twitter is Twitter trending. Uh, so, so pay, like one of the things that I think every pastor ministry leader needs to look at every day is what's trending on Twitter. Uh, and this one's that you could check in the USA, you could check in your country, your state, you could check in your country, uh, but you could check globally, but check what's trending. And, and I have been guilty of paying attention to what I pay attention to. And that's, you know, as a faith type stuff and sports stuff, but not like Katie will make fun of me. Cause I'm like, who's little Wayne, you know, like who's like, uh, whatever it might be. And, and, and why does he spell little wrong? Yeah. <laughs> and so I just am out of cultural norms uh, because I'm just not interested in certain things, but I need to. And so like you're over 40 Nils. It's, it's, this is a new year. We're going to banter more Nils and I don't always get along. No. Uh, it's cause, no. it's because you're over forty. That's why he's just... better than Jay. Uh, Jay. That's true. Uh, it's just something about the Lakers. Jay, that's Jay's problem. Uh, that's right. So the so yeah, tr- follow what's trending and learn about what's trending. When you don't know what it is that's trending, find out what that is. Yep. Uh, and why it's trending. So that that's number one. Um, okay, number two. So number one is pay attention to what's trending. Number two is hashtags. You, your church should have a hashtag. Now, the hashtag should be good for the same as what's on Instagram, is on Twitter, and encourage people to use the hashtags uh, when they're talking about your church. And then you can track those hashtags and see what people are saying. Retweet people when they tweet about your church. Uh, but use hashtags. That's a big part of Twitter. And I think about, like, as you're watching a football game and the hashtags, you're yep. watching Survivor and the hashtag, you're watching, you know, various different things or you're integrating a conversation. Well, there's a conversation happening about your church, but it's often not integrated. People aren't integrated with each other because they're not using the hashtags. Use that. That's a foundational part of Twitter. Um, and then the other thing that I want to say, Aaron, and, and I don't really even know how to describe it, but I would, I would really kind of describe it as search. Uh, but it's 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 kind of more just like listen. Make sure you're listening on on Twitter. So this could be using the hashtag. This could be just people talking about your area, like I think about in Dallas, somebody that might be typing moving to Dallas, you know, engage with them or somebody that is complaining about your church. Uh, Listen to maybe what their complaints are or in your community and and what's happening. Twitter is a great place to listen to the public dialogue. And this is Elon has talked about this a lot at Twitter of it's basically the market square. Um, And and so we we have a real opportunity to not just go get our bullhorn and start blasting it in the market square, but just to listen in on the conversations that are happening in the market square. And we will be so much better prepared to reach our community uh, because we've been listening. Uh, so don't miss the listening opportunities beyond just the engagement opportunities. So yeah, Aaron, those are my three. I'm curious what, if there's one or two or yeah, more that stand out to you. or Yeah. Well, I definitely sign off on it. I, and, and the, I think, uh, what you started with is really important. I mean, Twitter being a news platform, I, I mean, there's, there's three of those trend trending tabs that I check frequently. They, they have a for you that might be stolen from TikTok. That's okay. They have, they have what's trending for you. They, they acknowledge it. This is not for everybody. This is based on what you like, what you're interested in, which I think is actually an interesting space to be. Uh, it would, um, 
help you better select who your church would follow. Uh, and don't just necessarily follow like big name pastors or other churches, follow uh, places and spaces in your city. Uh, and it actually will help you be integrated and know what's going on within your local area. And then obviously you have the the, the trending there for the United States. If you live, uh, you know, stateside here, if you live somewhere else around the world, I'm assuming that they do it based off of what's trending uh, you know, with your continent or whatever country, maybe. Uh, and then I obviously go to sports uh, and I look and see what's going on in the world of sports. I literally did all three of those right now as we're talking. Um, and I think, yeah, there's an opportunity to, to learn and discover, which hits on number three. So point number one and point number three are related. And I think there's a lot of wisdom there because you're able to contribute something that's of value. And if you are a bullhorn that, you know, you're allowed to be on Twitter. Uh, you just won't yeah. be engaged with what I love about Twitter is um, relevant, helpful uh, population agrees. This is a good tweet wins on Twitter. It's like the purest form of social media. And yeah. if you're just irrelevant, you stay that way because you get no engagement and no one talks to you. Yeah. Uh, and so I think Twitter can also train you. What, what should our church be talking about? Um, and what do people want to hear from us and what do people want to resonate with us? And maybe that actually sets the course for other platforms, yes. um, because of the natural market square, like you said, that, that Twitter is. So I would, I would affirm all of those. I think listening, uh, it's funny that you talked about it in terms of search. I also think the other thing that we should be doing is literally listening with Twitter spaces, uh, and just see where, you know, audio goes. I don't, I don't know if people are still on clubhouse. I don't know if that's still a thing. It's not a thing for me. Um, but spaces is what I have in my day-to-day -day life, uh, that I have an opportunity to listen to large forums with a select few number of people talking. Um, I watch a lot of Oregon state football and there's a, there's a podcast on there that actually ha hosts a halftime Twitter spaces where, uh, they kind of talk about it. And then they also invite the, the community of the podcast to yeah. talk about it. And so there's some interesting community stuff in the the twitter spaces that that's happening so keep your eyes yeah. there as well or your ears yes yes well I, I think that's great i mean i think i would say too there are bullhorns that are good and sure. you, you miss out on some of the other opportunities of twitter but if it's just a place to be a bullhorn and you've got really good content to, to share that's, your that's horn, true or uh, if you just need to scratch that itch and you don't need to like yeah. we're going to put this in twitter because we're not going to put it on Instagram. Yes. Uh, if, if you need to do that, Twitter's your I, space. I love your idea, though, of the spaces and how to, uh, like, doing that at halftime, at, you know, the Oregon State. I, I could see, like, a post-game, yeah. you know, Twitter spaces on Twitter. Um, yeah. You know, say post-game like, with your church. You know, so Sunday night, you're doing a, a Twitter spaces with the pastor or Monday morning or Monday night. Uh, but but I think there's so many unique opportunities to, yep. as a teaching engagement platform uh so lean in lean in twitter this year twitter not dead uh yeah. it's not dying right now uh yeah. it might die later this year uh well, we don't know. i'm signing off on the fact that it's not this is going to be the most relevant social media platform and i'm going to die on this hill nils just so we have some talking wow. points for the whole year i'm going to die on this hill so no matter how this is going there's going to be a comeback uh oh. so i'm 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 dying on this hill uh this year uh, and I would say start by engaging with our hashtag, hashtag SMC podcast. Uh, let it. us know what you think. And, uh, you know, Nils and I are on there. We're active on there. I will get notified. Yes. It's one of the few social medias I actually have notifications for yep. uh, that come straight away. So hit us up. 
hit us up. All right. Well, that's it for this podcast. For show notes and all things Social Media Church, go to socialmedia.church. Uh, again, uh, if you're looking for an agency to help you amplify social media, as uh, ready to be your social media marketing partner. So go to amplifysocial.media uh, to learn more about Amplify and all the services that we provide uh, to help your church further grow and amplify uh, your message through social media. Uh, and go connect with us on Twitter and yeah. let's go, let's, let's have a Twitter conversation in the Twitterverse about social media. Uh, so let's keep this conversation going on Twitter, hashtag SMC podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again on the next episode.